You're entering a parallel dimension. Bird walking. Bird walking. Masticate. Yeah. Picture it. <laughs> you don't know yet? Masticate. Yeah. Picture it. <laughs> you don't... Masticate. Yeah. Picture it. <laughs> you don't know yet? Help masticate. Yeah. Picture it. <laughs> so, Natalie, yes. what's your favorite? <laughs> hey, stop. stop dancing. We're doing a show. Okay. What's your favorite food? Uh, well, like generally, yes. cheese and pasta, and then right this minute, this guacamole I made that I want to eat the entire container of. So we were talking the other night about um, being vegetarian versus vegan, and it feels like it's kind of become conflated lately. If, if you don't eat meat, it's vegan. No. And I was like, you guys, vegan means no cheese. I was like, I can't be vegan because I right. can't not live with cheese. Like, <laughs> I can live without meat for sure, easy, but not the cheese it's, part about I it. I can't. I mean, I know being a vegetarian is, is enough work in of itself. Not um, work. Well, I think anytime that you pay actually pay attention to what you're eating, it feels like more work than just shoving in your mouth. I have a longer history of just eating whatever's in front of me than you do. So, <laughs> Fair. you know. Um, but I watched this gift recipe about with a vegan cheesecake. The number of ingredients in that thing, all the nuts and everything else because they can't use any dairy. Right. And and for a while our household was trying to be vegan and they they have yet to make vegan cheese that is good at all or even edible. It's basically just <laughs> colored oil and or lots yeah. of nuts crushed up to kind of have a texture that I mean, you know, Godspeed for anyone doing that, but uh I yeah. think there's a lot of great vegan stuff, but as a lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, you can yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like when we talked about recycling and it's making choices about reusing it and what makes sense and going completely overboard, which I may offend some of you, but I do feel like some vegans go overboard. Well, so that comes, so I've been a vegetarian for more than 20 years, um, but I do it mainly because I just have never liked meat. And then the yeah. concept of it is that you're kind of eating this dead thing when you actually have a choice to not do that. And I'm less about the industry and, and et cetera, uh, even though that's really the driver for a lot of people not eating meat. Yeah, so it's sure. really less for me. It's really about just the taste and about the texture and the, the whole concept of it. And the, it just doesn't appeal to me at all versus the industrialization of meat is a whole different story that. And the, uh, yeah, I just like, I, I keep thinking of runoff when I think about <laughs> runoff. Like, yeah. Oh, what? Like, yeah, just, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And just like, the, like the, the environmental impacts and so forth. And then I say all this and I feel like a huge hypocrite because I absolutely eat meat. You know, and I feel very, very torn on this. You know, I've watched those survival shows, and I think, could I kill something to survive? I'm not convinced that I could, honestly. I have a hard time killing ants. Uh, I could kill it. I couldn't dress it. That's the thing. Oh, God. Yeah, that's the... Actually, I think I'd be okay with that. I, really? Yeah, okay, so maybe... Okay, I'll go hunting, and, and you I can will dress them. You... Slip that thing open. <laughs> that's super weird. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably put something over its eyes or something. Like it's just a rabbit or something, right? <laughs> um, okay, so... 
I part of me I want to talk about food a little bit. Yeah. Because it, it's it's a very interesting thing for me uh, for a couple different ways. One of them is the fact that it's such an integral part of our society. Yeah. Partly because we're mammals and we just need to eat all the time, but. I have a personal uh, relationship with food and um, social situations that that puts me off to the side a little bit, whereas um, I've never seen eating as a social um, event or social task. So it's always been a little weird for me when people are like, let's go eat. As if that's a normal, regular thing that people automatically, like, their brain clicks on the, this is a social activity that we're going to go put stuff in our mouths. Right. Or, yeah, we should go to dinner. Yeah, someone's like, we should go to dinner sometime. I'm like, well, we can really figure something else out to do. Yeah, let's because go for a walk. Or like, let's go shopping. Or... List of social activities, that's not high on my list at all. So, yeah. and I didn't really equate until recently that you kind of felt similar to that. So then it makes me wonder what we had growing up that was kind of turned us off to the social thing. Uh, well, I remember years ago when we were in our the community band we were in, and after rehearsal we would often go out, and our friend Joel would go, "Let's go get something to eat," and you and I would both go, "Eh, right. they have food at CC's or whatever." And he's yeah. like, "You two, like I remember this so clearly." He's like, "Oh, that's right, it's you two." And we just like go find someone else to go get dinner you know, with, yeah, because right, we're like, exactly. "No, that's okay," you know. However, I will say this is that Joel took me out to dinner a couple of times um, to places I probably would never try on my own and. You know, it was great. So, but it did take some convincing on my in my own brain to go. Yeah, I'll go to dinner. Yeah. So it's an interesting. I, I just I just find it really super weird how uh, yeah there was this uh, video I saw that, that was uh, online that someone had taken a, a whole bunch of people uh, at the state fair eating hot dogs and, and corn dogs and stuff like that and they'd reversed it so like the food was kind of coming back out of their mouths. <laughs> And, and it was like, everyone was like, oh, and I'm like, actually, that's exactly how I see it when I'm eating in social situations. It's a, this weird, like, um, wait, what's the word? Uh, um, not machinations. What do you, what do you call it when you um, uh, masticate? Yeah, when, masticate. When people masticate. That's that kind of, right. it's like, that's how I kind of picture it. What is masticate? <laughs> when you're, sorry, just chewing. <laughs> when you're chewing. You don't know yet? How old are you? <laughs> Just chew, chewing your food. It's just so chewing your food. So when you <laughs> masticate, you're just chewing your food. You can yeah. masticate a banana, uh, okay. but maybe not. Don't make eye contact when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just eating a banana, even not the way you're talking about, but even just eating banana. Good example. I hate bananas so much, but yeah, but that's mastication. So what? What? And the reason I say it like that is because that seems so technical and so kind of just clinical, and that's how I kind of see other people when I'm eating in front of them. They're kind of masticating, and it's. But it's not to the point of like that weird. Um, uh, oh, they can't stand people. Yeah, the way they like, sound when they eat. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm not quite that far. I'm a little like that. Where um, I remember one time getting in trouble with my because she was she was chewing, and I was always told you don't chew with your mouth closed. And then one time she was chewing it and making a whole bunch of noise. Like <laughs> sure, this she's probably work. gonna kill me when she hears this. <laughs> Anyway, she might want me to edit this out. Um, so no. But anyway, I, I, uh, I remember I, was, I said something to her about it, and she was flipped out. She was PO'd, but it was that sound. It was just like... Oh, yeah. And just, well, right now like, you just freaked out a lot of our listeners. <laughs> Yeah, it's never 
bother me, but it's more the weird thing about just food as a social thing. Um, to the point of, I've actually uh, thought of a lot of alternatives if we were biologically built different. Mm-hmm. How much how much different our society would be if we didn't have to eat three square meals it, and. Uh, like for instance I always thought it would be so awesome if you could have like a huge meal on Sunday night like just stuff yourself and then not have to eat until like Thursday I would, would love that would, would be so awesome I, I, you know, like, I, I hate it I feel like sometimes I feel like eating is an inconvenience no, for it me absolutely it's is. completely you gotta inconvenient you pack it all up and see because I'm not or you spend money every yeah. single time you eat oh, you know more money than yeah. you normally would well there is a thing particularly in keto called one meal a day and it's a it's a huge thing. So what is keto? Oh, sorry. Keto is a um, is a diet or way of eating that's super low carb, like twenty to twenty five grams of carbs a day, which is which is very low. Um, so you're mainly you're, but you want to get your fat and your protein up pretty high, so that your body's using your, the fat and the protein for energy. Okay, kind of similar to the, a lot of the other ones, like yeah, Atkins, one hundred percent, yeah. Right? And there's a lot of but there's a lot of intermittent fasting within keto for some people, and because the fact of the matter, once you they call it fat adapted, once you kind of get adapted to it, you don't feel hungry nearly as option often. So that kind of bleeds into fasting, and then some people will eat. 1200 calories in one meal and be done for the day and i think there's something to that for sure I wonder, I wonder if that works consistently because i i see in my entire life whether it's eating or um work or creative stuff i can't i can't get on a regular pattern to save my life but including eating so i can't i've never done it anything regularly enough to like figure out whether it works like it's a small breakfast and a big dinner or a huge breakfast and no dinner right but i do i am very capable of doing the fasting thing and go for no and that's the 12, thing and there's 15 there, yeah, hours there's easily a, because what you're doing there also is that you're eating when you're hungry instead of just eating at a, and that so many people cannot get off that lunch thing like it's noon I have to eat I'm like do you have you seen anything about if that's detrimental no no it's, it's good no 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 everyone is uh, there's definitely some studies on fasting and there's um, no I mean like eating regularly like if you if you always feel like you have to eat are you, do you there, get into there a bad was habit some or? argument but I haven't seen it in a while um, that it keeps your metabolism up and you burn more calories that way, but yeah, things right, are starting right. to turn a little away from that now. Yeah. That it's way more about sugar is the sin of all mankind. <laughs> I'm not saying I believe that. I'm just saying there's some there's some pretty strong data coming out that it has been pretty detrimental to all of us. Yeah, well, so that's interesting. It comes back to a, thing, a conversation you and I were having uh, a few days ago with a friend about sugary drinks. Yeah. Um, and by now, it's I, personally, I don't know why anybody would be regularly drinking sugar sodas at this point. It's one, you know, one thing you're at a party or whatever, but like on a regular basis, I don't know why anybody would still be imbibing in that. Adults, obviously. Um, <laughs> but with all the messaging out there, but what what's interesting is I tried to look it up and there's almost no data around sugar-free sodas as far as actual identifiable things that could go wrong. Uh, I was, I looked at, um, I drink regular sodas with the sugar uh, and all the crap. I just distanced him completely. <laughs> but, <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh... He didn't say regular basis. But I, I actually do drink it on a regular basis. In fact, because of... I, I've done it even more now with the work that I do. I I think... I I actually think I get low blood sugar from, you know, hauling oh, yeah, counters possible. up the stairs For and just sure. being physical all day. So I, I, ha- I actually carry a couple cans of Coke but um, I've actually tried to avoid the artificial sweeteners because I was—I have the idea or have heard that the aspartame and those other uh, artificial sweeteners have uh, caused cancer and other kinds of uh, horrible diseases. I've heard so, that too, but right. I can't find any actual research that, that's come across that actually 
proves that, that, that proves yet. It. And the things that are truly dangerous, they come at you really hard about them, right? Right. Tobacco, sugar is actually one of those, right? right. That's what the soda tax is theoretically about. Because it's not just soda, it's all sugar-added things to beverages that they have taxed. Um, And so that's one of the arguments, but exactly what you're saying. The only thing I've ever seen is a correlation between sugar, sorry, diet sodas and actually weight gain. And they're not 100% sure what's going on there. Bird walking. You are tuned into the Bird Walking Podcast. There, there's theories that um, you uh, you should, or what happens is that they're so sweet, the aspartame and the are so sweet that your body starts triggering that that's what oh, you yes. want. And so you didn't get that when you drank the soda, but your it was telling your brain that you got the sugar so that you actually crave it more yep. for actual sugar. So then you'll eat that extra candy bar. What if you just had a soda with sugar in it? You would have taken care of it. Like that. the rest of your body is like, no, where is it? Right. Like we so, need it now. To, yeah. To you know, and it's a, it, but it's a kind yeah. of a, a, a thing if you're uh yeah yeah i noticed that when when i drink a coke it satiates me so mm-hmm. it, sometimes I, I have it when i'm like say on a third floor level and i i can't go back i don't want to go back down to my van to go get food and i just want to i just want to pull through for another hour i'll drink a coke it just you get that sugar in my system mm-hmm. and i'm set for another hour or so yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't feel hungry or yeah anything. and i'm sure that's exactly how your body works kind of like you need that and i probably get my sugars from the yogurt i have or the almonds or whatever it's yeah. the same kind of thing just to and i eat the healthy stuff too but you know, no, so, I, yeah. I I actually love the fact that you drink the sugar. We like you totally proved me wrong because we come with that that like well holier than that. We how would anybody even make choices like that? But obviously, but it's a matter of anything, everything in moderation, right? Yeah. Like if you're just it's the same thing with the energy drinks. I do drink them, but it's not all the time. It's not in abundance, but it has just that caffeine, and I prefer that over coffee. I've never been a coffee fan, so you kind of make these choices. I used to say a long time ago when um, I'd have like a, a bourbon and coke, or I get a bourbon and diet, I'd be like, well. I save my white waistline, but I'll have cancer later. <laughs> Make choices. Decide <laughs> now. now. Exactly. Well, you know, later. I'm getting a lot, lot more um, traction out of having a small waist. <laughs> I'll worry about the cancer later. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not untrue. <laughs> so. Well, let's let's uh, make a phone call. So, mom, we uh, we we calling you because you're one of our expert uh, advisors for our show. Cheerio. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Our our topic today is food. What? Food. We're just talking about all the different kind of relationship that we have with food, and we know that um, growing up, you weren't necessarily the biggest fan of cooking every night and things like that. Is that true, or what? What, what was your thoughts on being the meal maker? <laughs> I don't think that it has anything to do with meal making. I didn't mind the effort. I know how to cook. I was a fat kid. And so, so food is the enemy. Oh, yeah. See? That's so, the truth. And so if I cooked it, then I had to eat it and participate. And I, you know, I have always tried to, you know, like, get by. So that's it. I know how to cook. I can I can probably cook anything you want. But um, it's always been the enemy. It's um, And um, I... 
I know everyone says this, but it is the truth. I was never an overeater. I never ate till I was uncomfortable or anything. I just okay. have always had the metabolism that it was easy for me to gain weight. So um, I've always had to work at it. That's how it is. So it's never been a joyful thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, that, that makes yeah. perfect sense. <laughs> That's kind of telling. We were just, Natalie and I were both talking about the fact that we kind of have a funny relationship with food where we don't really consider it a big social activity we think it's kind of weird that the rest of society is so bent on making it a social thing um and now i'm kind of wondering if that was a little bit because of your overall kind of just um Could have been. ambiguity I don't feel that way either i i feel that it's to sustain you um, yeah you need to eat so you can uh, live a long life but i never felt that it was i don't know um you know like um eat neat neat because you're talking to people and drinking too much on uh, to me that I, I really get on the dance floor than do that. I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> it's always something I had to be very careful around. That makes sense to me. I mean, it doesn't seem like uh, eating to me is just getting just giving your body some nourishment. It's not right. Or uh, or thing. I'd even say like you know, ten percent is joy. Like you make a really super creamy macaroni and cheese because of the texture and the or taste, guacamole. and or guacamole because there's that real <laughs> thing. But like, but then then the other ninety percent is just to get finish the rest of the day because your body well, needs it. Well, and every it. once in a while, it, you know, like if it's a a reason or something, like order a pizza and really enjoy every bite of it. Yeah. But you don't do it every very often it, it's not just pizza but you know in other words there's a reason for it um we just finished this project or we whatever and we want to that kind of thing right but it's not um like every friday let's go eat all we can eat <laughs> no it's not <laughs> I, it never felt that way yeah that's that's actually telling i guess i i didn't really make that connection because we've we feel the same way as adults on this end right. as well. So, what about um, when when our sister Stephanie uh, became a certain age and kind of it feels like, or at least from our perspective, that <laughs> as early as possible you kind of push off all the cooking tasks to her. Um, it, that really wasn't the case. It, it, it's really funny, and I, I, because I felt that you all thought that. Um, here's what the deal oh, was. I thought she got into it at that particular time. I had all I could do to keep um, my job together and my kids together and my husband in and out all the time with the army and so I had to I had to give people tasks yeah, yeah. And everybody yeah. had responsibilities and she was really good at that and she liked doing it yeah that's so I, I remember that what very she could do well but I I could not do it all yeah and so I needed help and that's why she was at that. Now, 90% of the time it worked really well, and she was good at it. But then when she had some other responsibility, like a boy or something, she'd just say, I won't be home to eight. And I'd say, oh, really? So we don't eat? No, you have, I still have to do my job every day, and you have to do yours. Put it in the refrigerator, and we'll eat it. But you will fix something before you go out. And it will involve mushrooms, apparently. Or, 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 it was her response because that's what she chose to do. Right. Had things to do because I couldn't do it all. I had to dust. We just like to tell this, tell the tale of the number of times that Stephanie liked to uh, cook one thing and then walk away and let it burn and then come back and cook the next part of the meal. She is never talking to you again. (laughs) 
all that old either, but that was the well, reasoning behind it. And, and that didn't come easy for me because I've always been the kind of person that, oh, don't worry about it, I can so, handle Mark, it. Well, we're going to need to let you go because it is a timing thing. So, But um, thank you very much, and we're going to be calling you later for more stuff. And um, does, does it seem like it's normal, though, or was that just... Okay, your mother's really weird. Is yeah. that it's normal doing? for us. It's normal. F- yeah, super normal And it's normal our for show. Us. It's our show, damn it. So who cares? <laughs> All right. God, that doesn't count for anything. <laughs> okay, thank you, Mom. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. <laughs> so, but I thought that was really interesting. I actually love the fact that she, like, participated and was, like, a real guest. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah. Um, my mother is a, is a is actually a teacher and a public speaker, so I wasn't really that surprised. Yeah, exactly. So one thing that one thing I also think that adds to all of this, we didn't get a chance to talk to her about this because we get this from somebody, is that you and I both have we do not have the strongest sense of taste or smell. Oh yeah. And I think that does add to it. I don't think we get as much pleasure from food as other people do. I've only deduced that over the years, but I feel like people, like, they when they're dying for the, like, that, whatever, I'm like, eh, Yeah, it's I mean, fine. I live with someone who absolutely is like, this is yeah. amazing. I'm like, oh, it's pretty good, you know. Yeah. Um, now, what she said about kind of waiting for, and savoring things and so forth, I'm not really great at that, but I have been more recently. Like, now I have, like, one piece of really dark chocolate at night, and it is amazing especially if you buy the really good stuff well because you're on that you're following that kind of diet plan where you the intentionality is part of it yeah too, right? right like so actually paying attention to what you yeah. eat and you know even quote unquote, some of the quote unquote diet things i make i'm like i need more that you know you had your serving you're done but it is still you're like <laughs> all right so now i want some dark chocolate bird walking <laughs>